And Richard Kurtz with us today here on our big program. And uh, I, I, I want to first of all, um, it, this 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 is an, an incredible week and a heck of a topic that we're going to be talking with Richard and, of course, our good friend Josh Bernstein here in just a few moments. Check out LaHoyaWritersConference.com. And the topic today, the Asia Reconnection with presidential expertise. Richard Kurtz with us today. He's a political scientist, writer, PR strategist, and carpenter. He's here with some thoughts on the importance and effect of President Trump's trip to Asia. And also joined us today, Josh Bernstein from The Josh Bernstein Show. Now, first of all, Rich... What does a president visit do? Explain this to us. President has got a lot of jobs. Uh, among them, he, among being the chief administrator and being the commander in chief of the armed forces, he's also the ambassador of America. He is the top ambassador of America. His face is the face of our nation, especially when he goes overseas. So, whatever the perception of America is, he is bringing the, that contemporary perception to wherever he goes. Pretty awesome. He confirms America's <laughs> presence. Pretty awesome. It is uh, Richard Kurtz with us today. Josh Bernstein joins us as well in this segment, talking about uh, this incredible uh, trip that the uh, president has been on the uh, Asia reconnection presidential expertise is the topic today here on our big broadcast now um Josh give me your thoughts on what needed to be done in Japan South Korea and China and then we'll get Richard's thoughts on it as well well I think it's a um, a three-pronged approach uh, number one it was to re-solidify our allies in South Korea and Japan and I guess for the most part in China Number two, it was to work out um, uh, trade imbalances, trade agreements, not necessarily as far as legislation, but more in uh, an agreement moving forward between the countries and expectations, if you will, of all three nations. And, of course, third, it was to let North Korea know that, uh, you know, time is up and do not test America's resolve. We will do what we need to do. All options are on the table. Um, I think that he probably went to China more than anything else to tell Xi Jinping, you need to do something now or we're going to do it, and it's just that's just the way it's going to be. I think he went to Japan and let Japan know that, look, uh, something's going to happen here pretty soon if they don't you know, come to the table and do some kind of agreement with us to denuclearize the area and zone and region. And I think South Korea, which is probably the weakest link, believe it or not, which is crazy because they're the most uh, at uh, at risk, if you will, um, they are trying to come up with some kind of diplomatic solution. But again, as Mike Pence said a couple of months ago, the you know the era of strategic uh, patience is over, and uh, I think that President Trump and the generals are going to make a decision probably within the next 30 days after he comes back from his trip on what to do moving forward with the North Korea crisis. Rich, give, give me your take on this. Well, I'm inclined to agree with Josh, and and, and hello, Josh. How you been, by the way? Yes, it's good uh, to be back uh, talking with you. It's been a couple of months since we've both been on the, the great Jiggy Jaguar program together. <laughs> well, well, we will do it today, and we will do it again, but... Getting back to the uh, the Asia situation, it was a very, very 
difficult trip. Uh, the last president that went around the world was our, our chief apologist, and he went around showing anything but American strength and American right. resolve. Um, he had to he had to rebuild that resolve, and, and Josh is right. South Korea was the weakest link, and his diplomatic job was to be respectful and and reassuring to them because they very much like the nations that were right up against the Soviet Union or right up against Germany during the uh, Second World War. They're the first ones to get run over. So one of the things that was very much overlooked in the press is that our president put himself 25 miles away from a, a threatening, a threatening uh, enemy. He put himself in harm's way and stood there and said, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to stand with you. We're going to leave our troops here in harm's way also. And we're going to obliterate you if we need to. But in the meantime, you have choice B. And choice B is you can have all of these developmental benefits of your southern neighbor. If you just, you know, get off this pin, this this nuclear pin here, he made it so that they have an option, and he made it very public, and he made that probably as the most, probably the the absolute cornerstone of the diplomacy that South Korea doesn't have to work with, because South Korea would be again right. a very weak link, and now. And when he went to China, he had several things he had to do. China is an opponent, not currently an enemy. Uh, China is, is, is a trading ally. Uh, China lends us money. We bring products to China. China steals from us all the time and manips, manipulates their currency and disrespects fair play. And yet they're a big boy on the block. You know, we can't go in there and just pop them in the nose or, or, right. or surround them like we can uh, 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 North Korea and say, hey, you know, we're, we're just going to choke you if you, don't, if you don't play ball. We can't do that with China. We have to get China to play ball by saying there's more in it for you by doing that. And by the way, one of those things you have to do in addition, in addition to cleaning up your internal act and your trading act, is you have to take an active role in controlling North Korea. Boy, that is quite a four-act tap dance that you have to do. And he did it, and he did it on their own doorstep, and he did it, you know, on, on, the, on the opponent's home field. And like or not like Donald Trump, he was there and he was presidential, and he took on the task, and I think he did it well. Yeah, I, I think he did, too. I think that he's probably the only president in modern history that would have been able to do that uh, and have the skill set and the uh, political acumen to be able to accomplish what he accomplished. But, again, you know, the proof is in the pudding at this point. I mean, it could just be all talk, and we'll see what happens down the line. But I'm more worried about the Republicans right now. And, you know, James, you know this because I've been saying this on your show for since the inauguration, since the first time they failed on the um, repeal of Obamacare, I said at that point, you know, be careful, 
Republicans, because if you keep going down this road, you're going to lose Congress. Uh, we saw what happened in Virginia. Virginia was, uh, I, I think, more of uh, a surprise. New Jersey obviously was not. Neither was New York. I mean, these are, you know, bright blue states. But Virginia, having him lose by eight points, number one, I'd look into voter fraud and see if there was some massive voter fraud, because that seems highly uh, a large margin, number one. Number two, that despicable and, quite frankly, disqualifying ad that the Northam campaign ran. I don't know if you saw this horrific ad, but basically it was a picture. It was a bunch of young kids, some Hispanic, some Muslim, and they're playing around outside, and all of a sudden there's a big pickup truck that comes by. Oh, yeah, I've And it's seen got that. the uh, rebel flag. It's got the uh, Union Jack, the Confederate flag on it, and there's a bumper sticker that says, Ed Gillespie, so as if, you know, this is the type of voter that, you know, you're going to vote for. And then literally, in the most horrific, horrifying way, the children run, the children scatter, and this pickup truck is trying to run them down. And all of a sudden, the little boy wakes up in his bedroom, and then it says something stupid like, this is what Virginia will be subjected to if you vote for Ed Gillespie. It was an absolutely deplorable, sickening, horrible low-browed type of ad. I personally thought it was disqualifying. So I'm not really sure how he could have won, uh, Northam could have won by eight points in, in Virginia after running an ad that was as horrific as that one was. So number one, I would look at that. But number two, the Republicans better get their act together because if they don't pass a decent tax reform, uh, I hate to say this, but we're going to need a wag of the dog type situation, and we're going to probably need to engage with North Korea, because we've got to be able to run on something. We can't run on tax cuts. We can't run on repeal of Obamacare. We can't run on the wall. Well, then we better have made the world a safer place by annihilating the North Korean regime to have some type of chance to hold the Congress in 2018. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> a lot to I say agree. there, I know. <laughs> I agree. Um, it is it is one of those things where um, uh, uh, one of the adages of the presidency is is uh, as much as people may not like a given president, um, if you're in the middle of a war situation, they don't change horses. That would be that would be a first, mm -hmm. uh, and that would be the <laughs> that would be a very bad reason for for being involved in a war. But, I agree, but, but, but long-term security of America. A necessary one. One of the problems right. with, the, with that quality of ad, and we've been enabling the continuing race to the bottom uh, uh, with, with advertising and with rhetoric, uh, is that there are no teeth and there is no, uh, there are no scruples over there, and you're dealing with substantially increasing numbers of, of ignorant people, people who are either arrogantly ignorant or functionally ignorant. Uh, I, I use the example, and I don't know how many other people have heard this, but there's a senator on trial in New Jersey for multiple counts of crime. Menendez. Menendez, yes. And one of the jurors stepped out after days of deliberation and weeks of hearing testimony and asked the judge what a senator was. Oh, can you believe this that? This is horrifying. It is horrifying that people this stupid, this ignorant, have exactly the same vote as people who pay attention to the news, 
I don't care what position you take, but at least have an understanding of the difference between a senator and a sanitation worker. Uh, and, and, you know, they don't. Amazing. And because of that, we have ads like this, and we have no teeth in it. There should be something punitive, something I damaging agree. that happens when they do that. There should be some sort of limit. But as soon as you do that, we are now tinkering with the First Amendment. Um, and, you know, do we tinker with that any more than we should tinker with, with social media? Um and the problem is that no one has common sense anymore to figure out and di- differentiate the fact that that is a bogus ad, and there's too many people in America that would believe that. That's the scary part. Well, those are. this is why, thank God, we had the Electoral, electoral College, because they leveled out the playing field from the population centers of, and I will recoin my term, tax suckers. You have population centers where people draw more from the tax base, and then they put into it. Uh, I'm talking on a per capita basis. And yeah. They do not understand. They simply do not understand basic economics. They do not understand what, what the difference between capitalism and socialism, or the difference between handouts and hand ups. They don't right. get it, and we don't teach that. And you know there are so many fronts now that we have to be embattled on the education front, the, the political front, the economic front. And frankly, frankly, I got to give Trump credit. Um, um, he is uh, he is probably the king of foot and mouth disease, but he is just standing up to it. You know how long can he continue to do it? How long can the country continue to function with these morons out there throwing rocks at him? I don't know, but it is it is frightening to see things like this, and, and uh, something's got to be done. Well, my fear is that somehow the Democrats uh, end up running on um, the ineptitude of the Republican Congress not getting things done and showing the voters and reminding the voters that the agenda has stalled, even though they were the ones that caused it to stall. And right. I wonder what's going to happen if they win Congress and control I think that they'll go to the 25th Amendment. They'll try to prove that the president is somehow crazy, which he's not. They'll try to impeach him. And then what will happen after that is there'll be a violent, violent revolution in America because the millions of Trump supporters, they're not going to accept an impeachment of, you know, their their president. And I think things are going to get ugly quickly. And that's that a scary happens. thing. I agree with you. That's a scary thing to think about, and I think that's why Republicans, they need to understand it's not just about control control of Congress. It's about control of the peaceful freedom that we enjoy in America in the future. And I, and I would hope and pray that they would be able to think and see and, be, and have enough resolve to look past just who controls Congress and realize that this is a divided country, this is a simmering pot of boiling water ready to go over, and it's just going to take an act such as an impeachment for it to be ignited. And I think that Congress needs to understand that, and they need to play ball with the Trump supporters that put them back in office. I've said this many times. People did not go and vote for the Republicans to remain in Congress. They voted for President Trump, and it was a byproduct that they were able to be reelected. Well, they don't get it. A lot of these, a lot of these old school uh, uh, 
politicians don't get it. And yes. you've got a lot of things going on, none the least of which, with this being Veterans Day, I'll mention this, that we're down to less than 19% from over 70% in the 80s, down to 19% of the members of our Congress that ever served in the military. Um, wow. That is, wow. That, is, that is a really, really significant change in perception of what it takes to really keep the country. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's an excellent they, point. They just don't get it. Uh, and and <laughs> the only thing that can change it is voters. And uh, the more people sit on their hands and don't get out and convince other people, the worse it's going to get. Yep. The only saving grace is that there are 300 million guns out there um, in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it would be very, very difficult to confiscate them. Well, uh, before we let you guys go, uh, Richard, uh, strategiespr.com is the website, and, of course, uh, La Jolla Writers Conference. And, uh, Josh, if, if people want to become a member of AMAC or get involved with uh, changing their health care, how do they do that exactly? Just call um, 888-262-2006. Again, 888-262-2006, or go to amac.us. We are the conservative alternative to AARP. Uh, I'm their national spokesman. So if you contact that number, 888-262-2006, call them up and say that you heard Josh Bernstein on the Jiggy Jaguar show. We'll give you a free membership for one year. Check us out. You'll get a magazine. You'll get discounts. you get all kinds of great benefits. Uh, we've got all the same types of products and services that AARP would have. The only difference is when we lobby on behalf of Washington and Congress, it is to provide seniors with more power, more control, and more freedom in their health care choices and decisions. So, again, amac.us or 888-262-2006. And if you'd like to learn more about my show, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, dot com forward slash josh bernstein uh, all one word patreon.com forward slash josh bernstein and you can become a, a patron of my show and help me beat back the social media censorship that we are all facing well thank you guys and, uh, for, for the record yes i'm a member i'm a member and a supporter of amac awesome awesome, awesome. <laughs> well thank you guys and uh we'll 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 talk to you guys next week appreciate it you got it thank take you guys care. take care that is Josh Bernstein. That is Richard Kurtz. We're going to take a time out. Come back with Heather Wagonhalls coming up here on our big broadcast. Check out our website, JiggyJaguar.com. The all-new JiggyJaguar.com. we got more coming up.
love shopping online but just hate the small selections? Then it's time to shop at the online mall at bargainbrute.com. With over 2 million different products on sale, in stock, and ready to ship, it's the easiest place to shop online in America. From electronics and home appliances to today's hottest fashions for him and her to shoes, phones, and everything in between. That's bargainbrute.com. Why shop anyplace else? Get the lowest prices on everything, all shipped directly to your door. That's bargainbrute.com. It's the online mall that has everything on sale. Are you looking for today's hottest selection of adult-oriented products? Look no further than CovertPleasures.com. Our goal is to provide a huge variety of high-quality adult products, all at an everyday low price. That's CovertPleasures.com. Why shop anyplace else? With warehouses throughout the country, you always get discreet and the quickest delivery directly to your doorstep. All of our products are brand new and come in the original boxes from the manufacturer. CovertPleasures.com. It's where the sexy people always come to shop. At DollarSeed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. dollarseed.com. What could be healthier? Fantastic new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. We are a children's education publishing firm, teaching children about finance, positive psychology, motivation, the importance of focus, goal setting, time management, etc., etc. So basically, our main target audience is anyone with children. We wanted to advise, since we had, feel you're a nice and honest person, we need you to go in here. We need you to go to this thing. We just want to spread the word out there, since we're in future development and need funding, so we need to do a Kickstarter campaign. Where the backers will be able to pre-order our ebooks, books, study guides, and more at a fraction of the cost just to help us and support us as we want every child to understand the main part in our lives is so there is no struggle in the future. We'd appreciate it if you would allow us to check this out. Our crowdfunding launch will be on the 15th of November. Check out our website, insyl.co.uk. Check it out today, insyl.co.uk, and thanks for the support. It's a Minute Report for America. Budget constraints are severe toll on the U.S. Army, impairing its ability to defend the nation. The financial challenges come at a time when threats have increased dramatically. Sixty percent of the Army's base budget goes to personnel cost. Major General Harlander, the Forces Budget Director, notes that that budget has been reduced by 12% over the past six years, and the Overseas Contingency Operations funding has been reduced by 20% of what it was in 2010. Although America's adversaries field advanced weaponry and cutting-edge technology to a degree greater than ever, the Army's research budget is also being reduced. In an article in National Defense Magazine, General McMaster noted that future Army forces may be not only outnumbered, but they also may face enemies who have overmatched capability in key areas. I'm Frank Fernicio. Read more at USAGovPolicy.com.
talk with Jiggy right now at 1-866-763-1242. And email JiggyJagwire at JiggyJagwire.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast. It is Coast to Coast and Boater to Boater. All the tune in on the iTunes on Radio Loyalty. I either sing it or I say it or I attempt to say it sexy. Radio Loyalty. There's no in the middle. I'm either saying it's sexy or I'm doing something else. I'm singing it! I don't know. Been sick all week. So here is this. On our big broadcast. All is now being recorded. This conference may be recorded. Joining conference. Oh, Jimmy. Good morning. How are you, my friend? Fine. Thank you very much. Well, uh, give us a little bit on your background here. Sure. I'm a book publisher, and I um, have just come out with this new book, the book The Boy Who Lived on Pudding Lane, and uh, following up on my 2012 edition of Twas Night for Christmas that made um, worldwide media um, news. Well, tell us a little bit about this, because in 1921, the Ladies' Home Journal magazine, and then as a book in 1922, what happened afterwards and why did it eventually fall out of print? Yes, I, I'm not sure why it fell out of print, um, but now we've got it back in print, which is great. The um, wonderful thing about this story is that Sarah Addington, you know, is a is an American uh, journalist turned author, who I think needs to be remembered. She really was something. She was the first woman to graduate from Columbia University's Pulitzer School of um, Journalism as a as a woman, and uh, she was also a American suffragette who was in charge of their PR when New York got the vote for women. So kind of an interesting character, but also a good writer. So I think this is a really fun little gem of American uh, Americana that uh, needs to be shared again. Now, um, why have iconic figures like Santa endlessly entertained and delighted us? Well, Santa is the most famous character in the English language, Twas the Night Before Christmas, the most famous poem in the English language. And the reason that not only is Santa so popular, but these you know, wonderful stories have continued, is that they're about love, and they're about giving, and they're benevolent. So there's no naughty and nice. Everybody can relate. Everybody's you know, going to get a gift. It's all just you know, wonder and awe and, and the real spirit of Christmas. And I really do believe that's why um, his... Uh, his uh, fame has uh, propelled him through the centuries. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live. Now, Pamela, what inspired you to bring back the classic children's book, The Boy Who Lived in Pudding Lane? Well, I just think that Santa Claus is someone who is so incredibly popular that there's got to be a lot of people out there who are really intrigued by, you know, various takes on his early childhood. And, you know, Sarah Addington, who wrote the book I've just published, certainly was not the only one to do this. But in reviewing all the different versions of people's, you know, writings on Santa Claus as a little boy, I thought she was the best and the most um, 
the, the characters are the richest personalities and, and just, the, just the most fun. So that's why I chose to do this one. We've got a great guest on us today. She joins us live. Now, the author, Sarah Addington, was a very interesting woman who lived during an extraordinary time. Tell us about her accomplished life. Well, she was a uh, suffragette. She was in the uh, national office of the PR of the National Women's Suffragette Movement in 1917. She was there when New York um, gave the vote to women. She was also on the editorial board of Ladies Home Journal magazine, and she was also the first woman to graduate from Columbia University's Pulitzer School of, of Journalism. Um, and actually, she was in the first graduating class as the first woman. So that, I think mean, she was pretty fun. She was a really interesting woman, I think, and, uh, and her writing was very good as well. Now, why is this classic tale of how Santa came to be such a very important part of our folklore and tradition? Well, I think you know the whole Santa Claus, the whole Santa Claus story um, about giving is is such an important you know part not only for the Christmas season but for children to learn and and to live by. I mean, you know, the giving giving of gifts and and just being benevolent and loving is such a great quality. And I think that with this incredibly influential character, you know, exonerating those virtues, I think. Uh, you know, it's just such an important part of, of American, you know, literature. Now talk to us about how Santa's talent and passion was developed at a very young age. Authorized by his family and why it's important parents recognize what makes their children special. Right. Well, one of the, the, the key parts of the story is that Dear Little Santa, as a young boy, um, has a passion of creating gifts and giving gifts away, including all of his father's baking from his bake shop to all the children in the village. And so the family rallies around this child's um, desire to do this for his career, to be a toy maker and to be you know, a giver of gifts. And everybody's brought to it, the grandmother, neighbors, you know, his, everybody gets involved in how to make Santa's wish come true. And so I think that's one of the uh, important sort of lessons of the story, I think, is just how we rally around our kids and, 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 and let them evolve and, and become the people they want to be. We've got a great guest on today. She joins us live here in the broadcast here on iHeartRadio. Now, how positive, empowering, and enchanting stories especially during the holidays, help bring back a feeling of community, family, unity, and compassion that's been missing. Talk to us about that. Well, I mean, just great literature. I mean, I think really good good stories with, you know, good solid values and, and just really good good messaging and, and everything else with great characters, you know, is, is, is vitally important to the education of a child and the development of a child. And I think that sharing... You know, a book like this with children at this time of the year, you know, it, it just can do nothing but good. I think that when you read Twas the Night Before Christmas or you read Sarah Addington's book, The Boy Who Lived on Pudding Lane, you know, these virtues of, you know, giving and sharing and, and getting over adversity too, which is part of this book, um, and love, you know, they're all there. And, and I think that that's really important for kids to, uh, to uh, engage in. Now, briefly talk about the challenges that Addington confronted them putting forward an origination story to one of the world's most beloved and iconic figures. 
Well, you know, it's building on a, a, a history in literature. There's, she's certainly not the only one to have done this. There, as I said, there's other people. There's all kinds of, you know, folk tales about the frost fairies and the North Pole and, and all of these, you know, aspects of Santa Claus's life. And uh, it's, you know, Sarah Addington really built upon that, um, drawing in from Mother Goose and, and uh, King Cole and all kinds of people are part of the story. So I think it's the fabric, right? It's the fabric of literature that, that different aspects of these stories cross over and, and are brought to life by different authors through time. And when you're talking about Santa Claus, I mean... Is, oh, yeah. He's going to sing it for you. It is the world famous Chiggy Chegwa radio broadcast. Had a technical issue there with the interview. Uh, we're going to post the complete interview on our website, JiggyJaguar.com. You can check that out when you get a chance. Go over there and say hello. Uh, check out JiggyJaguar.com. Check out iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes Radio Loyalty. And uh, we are going to try here. What's that? I guess we'll do that there. There we are. Harvey Neiman is going to join us here in a few moments. The great, fantastic, Habiniman, or as I call him each and every Thursday when I get his uh, thing in the mail, thing in the email, Habiniman, Mr. Customized Wall Street will join us here in a few moments. A little little behind the scenes here, we were in the middle of doing that interview and bam, there went the, uh, there went... The thing, as they say. I don't know who's saying it. Don't know why they're saying it. But they're indeed saying it. It's like Pop Goes the Weasel or something. I don't know. Pop Goes the Weasel today. Who knows? We are going to try to get our production computer back up and running here. And uh, see what we can get figured out. Waiting on that to take place. But uh, while we're waiting, go to uh, JiggyJaguar.com. That is your best spot to see what we are up to. It is the all-new JiggyJaguar.com, by the way. The, uh, the topic when we talk to Harvey Neiman here in a few moments is going to be the tell or tale of the midterm vote. And we'll talk to the great Harvey Neiman here in a few moments. Waiting on the production computer to reboot. It just all of a sudden went, bam, gone. I don't know. Too many things were happening, I guess, maybe. I don't know. Computer couldn't keep up. Something. Something. Who knows? Anybody. Check out CheekyJaguar.com. Also, uh, coming very soon, we are going to be doing um, an interesting show. With the XWE superstars. Superstars! The superstars of the XWE. The XWE guys. Now, of course, everybody knows this app isn't working. Try reinstalling Minicam. I'm not going to reinstall Minicam on that computer. You can, uh. I think they say suck a penis. I think that's what it is. Is this Heather Wagon Halls? I think this is Heather Wagon. Heather. 
calling me. She should check her email. That's what she should She should check her email, as they say. Check your email. You've got to check your email. I love it. Check your email. And we're going to check this break. we got more coming up. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. They can consolidate your debts, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. Call Consolidated Credit now. 800-404-0907. 800-404-0907. That's 800-404-0907. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated. 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services and by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM-19. Oregon DM-80031. Licensed by Virginia State Corporation Commission DC-32. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-809-5785. A Place for Mom offers free, one-on-one advice from local advisors and a personalized list of senior living communities you can visit. If you have questions about senior care for your mom or dad, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. Call A Place for Mom in the next 10 minutes to get your free ebook on financing senior care as well as free information on senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-809-5785. That's 1-800-809-5785. Jiggy Jaguar. Neil Bortz with us today. He's got- if they put Fox News on, liberals will complain. Uh-huh. If they put CNN on, conservatives are going to complain. Jiggy Jaguar. We've got Tom Donahue with us today. I started to organize, uh, no, not like Obama. Jiggy Jaguar. Publisher of Talkers Magazine, Michael Harrison. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and, and it's very informative, and uh, it, it does a lot of things. One, it, it's www.jiggyjaguar.com. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program, and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-549-6183 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-549-6183. That's 800-549-6183. Again, 800-549-6183. 
If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before buying an annuity. Call 800-378-8005 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-378-8005. That's 800-378-8005. Employees of J.D. Milberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. It's a minute report for America. Budget constraints are severe toll on the U.S. Army, impairing its ability to defend the nation. The financial challenges come at a time when threats have increased dramatically. Sixty percent of the Army's base budget goes to personnel cost. Major General Harlander, the Forces Budget Director, notes that that budget has been reduced by 12 percent over the past six years, and the Overseas Contingency Operations funding has been reduced by 20 percent of what it was in 2010. Although America's adversaries field advanced weaponry and cutting-edge technology to a degree greater than ever, the Army's research budget is also being reduced. In an article in National Defense Magazine, General McMaster noted that future Army forces may be not only outnumbered, but they also may face enemies who have overmatched capability in key areas. I'm Frank Fernicio. Read more at USAGovPolicy.com. This is Silver Fox, Kevin Nash. You listen to the Jiggy Jaguar Show. Welcome back to our big broadcast. Harvey Neiman will join us here in a few moments. He is going to be live as live can get. He will be in the building. Or he'll be on the phone. He won't be in the building. We should have him come to the show sometime. We should have Harvey Newman get on a plane and come here. I don't know what the hell that would be like. Need to do it on a Sunday. <laughs> Need to do that puppy on a Sunday. Get Mr. Harvey Newman in here. Check out JiggyJaguar.com. Jigman Freud with you. Jignatius Yegway. The XWE invasion takes place next Sunday on our big broadcast. Not this Sunday. This Sunday we'll just be hanging out. We'll be doing the damn thing. We'll have some Hutch rappers here. I love Hutch rappers. We'll make it work. It'll be some interesting stuff. Maybe we'll read some... Some unorganized tweets from some black people on the air. I don't know. I shouldn't say these things. Now that there's a hundred and now that there's more than 140 characters on Twitter, does that mean that the grammar gets better? That's my question. <laughs> does the grammar get better? That is awesome. Implying that no one on Twitter has good grammar. But uh, they've lengthened the tweets out. My God, what the hell is that going to do for people? What's that going to do for Trump? He loves using Twitter. He's going to be like, I can, I can say more crap? 
Go to Patreon. We are live on JiggyJaguar.com. Patreon. I don't know if Patreon's going to work for us. We've had zero people contribute to Patreon. I'm just being honest. So. But we will deal with Javi Neman here in just a few seconds. There he is. Look at that. Right on cue, the fantastic Harvey Neiman joins us. How are you, sir? I'm great. Good to be with you, Jiggy. Uh, uh, and a happy Thursday to you. Yes, yes. And uh, Harvey Neiman joins us today. CustomizedWallStreet.com is the official website. Check out Customized Wall Street. It's available on Amazon. And uh, today's topic, the tell or the tale of the midterm vote. And this last Tuesday, November 7th, 2017, we saw the first of the off-year elections, where the American electorate is now positioned to express its feelings about our new president and its administration. Let's address the question of whether this first group of elections is just the quote-unquote tip of the iceberg, or what to expect in the upcoming congressional elections in November 2018. And retired law professor and portfolio manager Harvey Neiman is here to opine on the navigation of the ship of state. And uh, Harvey, uh, what were the results of the three key elections last Tuesday? This governor's race in Virginia, the governor's race in New Jersey, and the mayor's race in New York City. Well, without question, those uh, uh, are, are decided now. A couple days later, Democrats uh, prevailed, and strangely enough, in each case, Democrats prevailed convincingly to the point that they, uh, a, how would you say, the underdog uh, governor candidate in Virginia won handily in that state. Uh, the governor's race for a new governor with uh, Governor Christie, uh, I believe, stepping down. Uh, there were endorsements of uh, the Republican candidate, but once again in New Jersey, like in Virginia, uh, substantial victories. I mean, just by five and ten percentage points, uh, clear, clear statements. Uh, city of New York, uh, it stands to reason most, most mayors over the years have been Democrats, uh, but the reason New York City stands out is, uh, it's elect, electing, uh, the, the, the Democratic mayor is it is uh, President Trump's own hometown, and, uh, apparently his influence is minimal at best in his own city. So what what we are seeing, as you put it well, the tip of the iceberg, uh, Congress is going to be up for election in November, one year from now. And is it too soon to make a forecast? Can we just all make some guesses? Uh, I see some trends. I think the American people are going to speak and let us know what they think of what's going on in this administration. That's... That's my kind of 30,000-foot view, as people say, of what we might expect in November of 2018. We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. He joins us live. Customize the pool tool. Powerful Tools of Investment will be available fall of 2017. And Harvey Neiman with us today. He is fantastic. Can the results of these races and others around the country serve as a prediction of the outcome of the 2018 congressional elections and where... 435 House seats and 33 Senate seats will be up for grabs, Harvey. 
Well, that that was my indication that uh, a lot can happen in a year. And uh, remember, the uh, Trump was not elected by a landslide. He basically was elected by 50% of the country wanted to see action and see changes. Uh, 50% uh, of the country uh, made votes uh, for the losing candidate whose uh, uh, messages were just not not as overwhelming messages as President Trump, but the messages when you run for election are a lot different than your accomplishments when you're finally in office. And I raise the question, it's not my personal opinion, but it is a question I hear on the news and the media constantly, is is the current president uh, who offered so many promises that we're, you know, we'll talk about those in a minute or two, uh, but is he denying the dignity? Is he removing the dignity of the office? Uh, if the other person, the Democrat who lost, Hillary Clinton, if she were president, I'm sure we'd be still plenty critical of her. She would have not gotten any kind of a free ride. So we, we Americans are going to be critical of our presidents. But what we are coming to learn, many of us in the mainstream, many of us that are very conservative individuals, both financially and 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 uh, uh, politically conservative, do not want the dignity of the president of the United States besmirched. We don't have to agree with whoever that is, him or her. That that our job is not to agree, but we don't want to be the laughing stock of the Western world. And I think the American electric is going to vote. Void, voice its opinion in upcoming elections, and, it's, and they're going to take it out on the Congress, who are going to be elected and up for grabs in 2000, November 2018. Uh, there is a loss of dignity, and I don't think Americans really like that. It's a different, it's not the same thing, Jiggy, that we disagree. That's fine. But we all have to uh, show that the flag represents us and the president rep- represents us. I hope you agree with that that comment. Yes, indeed. Uh, it is uh, Harvey Neiman. He joins us today, Customize Wall Street. By Harvey Neiman is a practical tool designed to help you take control of your financial future and is available in ebook and hard copy at Amazon.com. With most observers agreeing that President Trump has not delivered on most, if any, of his campaign promises as of yet, and with a good probability that the balance of the power in both the House and the Senate can shift from the Republicans to the Democrats up to November 2018, will that help or hurt Trump's future chances of eventually achieving his agenda? Of promises, Harvey. Well, uh, that's a question I really can't answer, and it gives me pause to speculate, to guess, and give uh, give my view on it. Sometimes there's a thing uh, called a wake-up call or catch your attention. And if the current administration realizes that he can't get anything done with the current Congress, uh, many promises that in the first hundred days we're going to see wonderful new health care and uh, a perfect tax plan and, and uh, we'll uh, clean up uh, terrorism in this country. And not only have a hundred days gone by, a year has gone by, and none of that has been accomplished. Uh, maybe the wake-up call will be having a Congress that is no longer from his party if that happens to occur, or a vast shift in the Congress where... At least the Congress, both sides of the aisle, will decide America comes first. Our politics have to take a back seat. Uh, 
So I, I, I do believe that perhaps more can get done when Trump gets a wake-up wake call. Uh, and I don't speak personally when I say that. When the president realizes the way uh, two sides of the aisle, historically President Reagan realized he had to work with Democrats. Uh, president Bill Clinton realized he had to work with Republicans. Uh, this is how we get things done. Again, we can be critical. We, we, we can be uh, not even happy who's in the office. But America has to come first. And uh, I do believe there's going to be a huge wake-up wake call in November of 2018. It's my guess. I have no way of proving it until it actually comes about. We've got Harvey Neiman with us today. He's the President and Chief Investment Officer of Neiman Funds Management, LLC, and has been on CNBC, Fox Business, and has been interviewed by the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, and many other publications. Get more information at CustomizeWallStreet.com. Recognizing that in recent months, Trump has alienated members of his own party, both in Congress and his administration, what needs to be done, quote-unquote, right the ship to actually accomplish these items on his agenda that many Americans favor, such as tax reform, health reform, and combating terrorism, Harvey? Well, uh, again, the, these are food for thought. Everybody has opinions. You, you... James Lowe, you too could have opinions that are just as valuable or even more valuable than mine because you have a beautiful audience, a beautiful listenership that, that listens to you. Um, writing the ship means you have to settle down and take one thing at a time and just be honest with the American public and, and, and work with both sides of the aisle. I think we need a Congress that has to be a little more, if the president is failing or having trouble or stumbling is a better word, uh, I encourage leaders in Congress uh, to come together more and say it is time for that legislative body to take take charge. Uh, I, I'm not critical of uh, improving the health care plan program and, and funding it properly. I'm not critical of tax reform, and I'm certainly not critical of having a strong military and combating terror, terrorism both at home and that is, comes from abroad. But we need to work together to uh, make sure we're all on the same page and all on the same side and, and, and not uh, just besmirching the presidency. So I think to right the ship, uh, that could be wishful thinking. But I, I, I think Congress has to step forward if we're going to get anything done with a president uh, who really doesn't respect the office that he holds. Uh, again, those are my views, and you do not have to agree with me on this, Jiggy, but that's how I feel about it. It is our good friend Harvey Neiman. He's with us today. Check out CustomizeWallStreet.com, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Harvey. Thank you for being here, uh, Jiggy. I really appreciate the opportunity to be with you. Definitely. You. Have yourself a good rest of the week. That's Harvey Neiman, and uh, we are going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we'll wrap things up here from the big broadcast. We'll wrap things up from River City. I want to broadcast from River City. Where the hell is River City? I got a new sheriff in River City. Is that what happens? I don't know. I got more coming.
Do you love shopping online but just hate the small selections? Then it's time to shop at the online mall at bargainbrute.com. With over 2 million different products on sale, in stock, and ready to ship, it's the easiest place to shop online in America. From electronics and home appliances to today's hottest fashions for him and her to shoes, phones, and everything in between. That's bargainbrute.com. Why shop anyplace else? Get the lowest prices on everything, all shipped directly to your door. That's bargainbrute.com. It's the online mall that has everything on sale. Are you looking for today's hottest selection of adult-oriented products? Look no further than covertpleasures.com. Our goal is to provide a huge variety of high-quality adult products, all at an everyday low price. That's covertpleasures.com. Why shop anyplace else with warehouses throughout the country? You always get discreet and the quickest delivery directly to your doorstep. All of our products are brand new and come in the original boxes from the manufacturer. Covertpleasures.com. It's where the sexy people always come to shop. At dollarseed.com, all of our seeds are only a dollar a pack. And we have online resources that teach you all about the rewarding hobby of growing your own plants, flowers, herbs, and vegetables. Imagine the joy you'll feel when your children actually help you harvest your first garden crop. Or the pride of knowing you'll never need a florist again. Visit dollarseed.com and grow a little magic of your own for just a dollar. dollarseed.com. What could be healthier? Fantastic new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. We are a children's education publishing firm, teaching children about finance, positive psychology, motivation, the importance of focus, goal setting, time management, etc., etc. So basically, our main target audience is anyone with children. We wanted to advise, since we had, feel you're a nice and honest person, we need you to go in here. We need you to go to this thing. We just want to spread the word out there, since we're in future development and need funding, so we need to do a Kickstarter campaign. Where the backers will be able to pre-order our ebooks, books, study guides, and more at a fraction of the cost just to help us and support us as we want every child to understand the main part in our lives is so there is no struggle in the future. We'd appreciate it if you would allow us to check this out. Our crowdfunding launch will be on the 15th of November. Check out our website, insyl.co.uk. Check it out today, insyl.co.uk, and thanks for the support. The Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program is back on the network. Well, that about wraps it up here from our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty. Thanks for joining us. Go ahead and get a hold of us at JiggyJaguar.com. That's J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. Find us on YouTube. All these other places as well. We'll see you next time.